On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to talk Facebook Live. When should you do it on your personal profile and when should you do it on your business page? The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number 36 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome. I'm a realtor with eXp Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah, the founder of the Massive Agent Society. That's our, our copy and paste, step-by-step Facebook lead gen training system and support system and coaching system called the Massive Agent Society, massiveagentsociety.com. You can find out more about that and how that all works. We do only allow one agent per market to join. So make sure you check out the sold out markets to see if your market is available. Okay. So today's show, I'm going to go over a few things here, but it's all Facebook live related. I get a lot of questions and I have over the last year or so about doing Facebook live. Should you do it on your page or should you do it on your personal profile? And the answer is yes. Okay. It, it just depends. You should also do both, but it depends on the situation. So hopefully I can clarify a few things in your mind, because if I know you the way I think I do, you have not done any Facebook live because you're trying to figure out where it's best to do it. And so that's been holding you back from doing it at all. That's the wrong move, but hopefully this will clarify it, answer your questions so you can get live streaming. So you can hit the little play button or record button or go live button. That's what it is. The go live button and go freaking live. Okay. So I'm here as a public service to you and you alone to get you in the Facebook live game. So thank me now. Okay. Facebook live has been out for a couple of years now, and it's a great, great, great way to get in front of people who you're friends with or people that follow you. The reason being is that Facebook, because Facebook is still pushing Facebook live, they are giving Facebook live video, much more reach than an uploaded video, much more reach than, than a shared article link, definitely more reach than just a text only post. I mean, so if you, if you're trying to figure out what type of content to do based on how much reach you're going to get from it organically from Facebook, Facebook live is probably it. Now it serves its purpose. Okay. Now, if you're doing a show like an interview show, like I did with Salt Lake Insider, which is only on pause. I did not walk away from that. That is coming back in the next month or two. I push pause. There's there's a the time and place for edited video, video you edit together and put sound to it and you know subtitles on the screen and all that good stuff, graphics. And then there's live video. They serve their purpose. Now here's what I need you to think about. The video that you are about to do, is it best to what's your objective with it? Do you want as many people to watch you live? Is that the goal is to get live viewers so you can get interaction and ask questions and get them to comment and everything? Or are you just trying to do a video with as much organic reach as possible to then turn into a Facebook ad later? If you don't care as much about live viewers, you just care about having a great video that you can turn into a Facebook ad. Maybe you should do that live video on your business page. Okay. Doing it on your personal profile is going to get you more organic reach a lot more. And here's why. When you go live on your profile, Facebook sends out a notification to a large amount of your uh, friends that says, hey, Dustin is now live and they can click it and it goes right to the live video. That notification is absolutely gold. Think about this. 
if you guys have been running Facebook ads for a while, have you ever seen the option to buy a notification? Is there, have you ever come across the ability to buy a notification, a push notification? It doesn't exist. So anytime Facebook will notify your network that you're doing something that is priceless because you can't buy that notification. That's exactly what's happening when you go live on your profile. So if you want live, live viewers going on your profile, going live on your profile is probably the better option. Okay. If, if it's going to be an interactive thing, like uh, my friend Shannon Milligan in Richmond, Virginia, she did an amazing weekly show that she called wind down Wednesday, where she would grab a glass of wine and she had all of her, all the viewers do the same thing. And it, she had some trivia and it was very interactive. She had hundreds and hundreds of comments and thousands of views every time she did it. And it was really fun that you should not do on your business page, do that on your profile. Now, if it, if you're doing like a, a few quick tips on how to win in a crazy hot seller's market, how to, how to get your offer accepted in a hot seller's market, maybe do that on your business page. Cause you might want to turn that into a Facebook ad later on. Now though, there is a notification that goes out when you go live on your business page, but it only goes out to people who already like your page and they have to have turned notifications on. So if they haven't turned on that notification, no, none of your uh, page followers are going to get notified that you're live on your page. Okay. So it's that notification is much, much, much less on your business page. Now you can't, if, you, if you're going to turn it into a Facebook ad, if you do a great video and you think, yes, this is, I want to boost this, or I want to turn this into a, a, pay, a post engagement ad and get more people to see it, do it on your business page because you cannot promote your personal videos. So you see here, there's a very big difference between going live on personal and going live on business. It comes down to what you're trying to do. What is your objective with that particular video? And then I also want you to think about, is it better to do that video live or is it better to record it, edit it, and just upload it as a Facebook video directly? I'll let you decide, but but just know you're going to get more organic reach if it's a live video, but if if doing it live is going to be less interesting or not as good of an experience for the viewer based on whatever topic you're talking about, just record it, edit it, upload it. Okay. You're still going to be able to get some great reach that way. And you can always boost it. You can always sponsor it, turn it into an ad if you do it that way and upload it to your page. Now, some ideas for doing Facebook lives and well, I'm going to tell you what people do too much of. I'm going to start with, with what you shouldn't do, or at least what you should drastically reduce doing. That would be the Hey, I'm doing an open house today. Facebook lives. Hey, I'm live at my listing today for an open house from 11 to one. And we have chocolate chip cookies and blow pops. That'd be really weird if you're promoting that, but you get the point whenever you do, whenever you go live, okay. Even though that, that notification that goes out to your network, even though that notification is amazing, it could also hurt you. Because if you go live and it's not interesting, and if it's something people don't give a shit about, like your open house, then you're going to bug people or you're going to train them that whenever they get a live notification that you're live to ignore it, or they're going to hide it. They're just going to say, Hey, don't, don't give me any more notifications for Dustin because we're, we're done with him. So use the Facebook lives sparingly. Okay. Make sure that it's a great piece of content that people are actually going to want to interact with, actually going to watch. It'll actually get their attention. The The open house thing. See, here's the thing. Everybody who goes live to announce their open house, they're only doing it because they want that to work. Doing content because you you want it to, to work, 
without thinking of the consequences of doing it is a problem. So if you're going to do an open house live, do it on your business page and do them very, very sparingly. Okay. Because getting a notification from somebody who's on the other side of the country that they're having an open house, I'm sorry, but I end up just turning off your live notifications. And a lot of people in your local market will do the same thing because most people at any given time are not looking to buy or sell a house. So they don't give a rat's ass about your open house. They just don't. Unless it's like a multi-million dollar house that should be on the parade of homes or should be on HGTV, they don't care because it's like, it's like every other house that they've ever seen. I know I'm probably busting some balls and stepping on some toes, but you know what I'm talking about. You have to be conscious of what happens when that notification goes out, when you're live on your profile, make sure it's something people actually will care about, and then it'll it'll work in your favor. Otherwise, you're training people to turn those notifications off because they don't want to be bothered by your boring open house notification or, hey, I'm eating a burger at, at this place and, oh, just wanted to let you know that. See ya. Like, don't do that. Now, going live to say you're eating a burger at a certain place, that could be a good piece of content, probably for your business page, if you're interviewing a local business or a food truck or, you know, you're doing the hyper local, uh, local expert content, like I was doing with my Salt Lake Insider show and like I will be doing again very soon with a podcast as well, little hint, hint, but that's great content because that, that shows people that you're the local expert. Now you have to do it right. Okay. So don't do four of them a day. (laughs) Don't do four of them a week, but every once in a while, maybe once a week, If you're at this new restaurant that just opened and people are talking about it, go do a live and and show people what it's like inside that business. Maybe it's uh, like a new, maybe Dave and Buster's just opened downtown or a new burger joint or a new food truck or something, a new, um, a new toy store opened, go, go live and show people what it's like there. And then that gets them interested, but don't do it at like a new nail salon or, you know, something that there's a hundred thousand of them within a two mile radius. You know what I mean? Aside from giving you some, some tactical advice on, on where to do your Facebook lives. My goal here really is to, to make you more conscious of what you're putting out and the effect that it has, because yes, doing content is a great idea, but if it's boring, if it, if it sucks, if it's not interesting, if it doesn't get attention, it could actually hurt you by making people tune you out. Be conscious you have to start thinking about what are people actually going to find interesting? What are they actually going to stop scrolling to watch versus what you want them to watch? Doing content based around what you want them to watch is, is a guaranteed path to failure. Figuring out what interests people first and then figuring out content to do about that, that's the key to success. Okay, So you can understand the difference here. Be more conscious, be more thoughtful about the type of content you're putting out, the topic of it, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it. Facebook Live, guys, is is crazy, crazy powerful. It absolutely serves a purpose. I do Facebook Lives every now and then, even still, and, and I some I'll do on my profile, some I'll do on the business page. But first, I think about what am I about to do, who would be interested in it, and then I figure out where I should do it. And a little bonus tip here that can help you with with uh, how a how a Facebook live video or any post on Facebook, how it performs organically is taking advantage of Facebook lists, put your friends into, you can group them into certain lists. So I have a list for real estate agents. I, 
okay, I actually have a list for local realtors and a list for just uh, real estate people outside my area. And because sometimes I'm doing a post that I know nobody is going to give a crap about except for other realtors. And I don't want everyone, I don't want my sister-in-law seeing that. I mean, that doesn't make sense. So using Facebook lists, you can, you can show your content to certain people. So if you have a, if you're going to do a Facebook live and you just picked up this $5 million listing and you want to show the view overlooking your city and talk about the new, you know, like the fancy imported pool tiles that are in the swimming pool or something then, and you only want local people to see it. If you have a, a Facebook list created for local people, you could just target that list and only they see it. That means that, that it's much more likely that those people will be interested. You'll probably have better engagement and you'll have more organic reach from that. So really utilize Facebook lists because then, then only the people you want to see your content will see it. It just takes some time to create those lists. So I highly recommend you do that. Be, uh, Facebook lists. I did not do for many years. I just, I was like, Oh, I just don't want to do it. Aside from like the, the ones that auto generates, like, you know, who went to your high school, who went to your college, who lives in your area, that, that type of thing. But I didn't really categorize, uh, for, you know, until what a year or so ago, but ever since I did, it really helps me to only show certain posts to the group that they're actually relevant to. That's a big deal. And that'll help the performance of your Facebook live or any post for that matter. And I have a pretty cool announcement, something that I just found out about a couple days ago. So on September 13th, I will be speaking on a panel at the Engage.Marketing Conference put on by Housing Wire down in Dallas, Texas. This is a big conference. This is the first conference Housing Wire has done. It's supposed to be pretty dang big. It's a two-day summit for the housing industry's top marketing minds and me. But jokes aside, I th- I think it's going to be great. The panel is called the Realtor Lender Partnership: Co-Marketing and Referral Relationships in a Purchase Market. I'm being brought on as the sole agent to talk to a mortgage executive, and there's somebody else in the mortgage space, and they really wanted an agent's perspective on how lenders can get more agents to work with them. I have a lot that I can say about that. I some people there aren't going to like what I have to say because I'm going to step on some toes and kind of make him realize that the way they've been doing business is dumb and not effective and doesn't work. No wonder they're starving to death. But I think it's going to be a really good panel. Uh, my good friend Jason Frazier is actually the moderator of the panel, so that's cool. He and I uh, get to do get to kind of tag team that panel together. So September 13th at 11 a.m., if you're going to be at the Engage.Marketing Conference put on by Housing Wire in Dallas, Texas on September 13th, come check it out. 11 a.m. And let me know if you're going to be there. If you're going to be at engage.marketing, send me a message on, on Instagram, go over to at massive agent. Let me know, say, Hey, I'm going to be at, at the engage.marketing conference. I'd love to meet up with you. I'd love to say hi. And so I am super honored and excited for that because I'm telling you, you know, me, Mr. Mr. Rough around the edges. I step on toes. Sometimes I don't mean to, sometimes I do. It just happens anyways, regardless. But I don't think they know. I don't think they quite know what they've what they've gotten themselves into. It's going to be a good one. So if you want more info about that conference, just go to engage.housingwire.com, engage.housingwire.com, and you can register and get more info about about the conference and who else is going to be speaking. Ryan Serhant from Million Dollar Listing and what is it? Sell it like Serhant or something? I forget. He's going to be a keynote speaker there, uh, so that's pretty cool. So it should be fun. 
Dallas, Texas, September 13th, 11 a.m. is when the panel is. All right. Now, have you listened to our flash briefing yet? We have a we have a new it's not really that new. I think I've had it since like late May or something, but it's new to you if you're not listening. Right. So so we have this brand new to you, Alexa flash briefing on Echoes, Echo Dots, any Alexa device whatsoever. All you have to do is go enable the massive agent minute. It's our once a day, once a day. It's every single day we we do a 60 to 90 second little briefing where it's a, a rant, an idea, a tip, a strategy, something to consider. And so it's it's a way for me to stay in touch with you guys every single day in a very, you know, in just a minute. But you have to say, Alexa, play my daily briefings or Alexa, play my flash briefings. And you have to have it enabled first. So just do that on your Alexa app, go into skills, search for massive agent, and you'll find the massive agent minute, enable it. There you go. And then uh, a little story that I think would be valuable to some of you guys. So you know that I've been with EXP Realty since since May sometimes, since late May. And I know if you're new to the show and you want to hear my experience switching brokerages for the very first time, go back to episode number 19. It's all about the the pros and the cons of switching brokerages and how the grass is not always greener on the other side. And what it's basically just my story of why I switched and what you need to consider if you're looking to switch brokerages too. But ever since then, you know, I've I've really been enjoying being with with my current brokerage with EXP Realty and one of the I'd say the the biggest reason why I switched to just being totally transparent and honest, the biggest reason is for the revenue sharing because when you sponsor other agents, when you recruit other agents and they don't have to be in your area, they can be anywhere EXP is open. When you bring another agent over, you can you can get a small piece of of what they close. So of what that agent pays into the company with the commission split, you get a piece of the company's, uh, the company's money as revenue share. It's very similar to Keller Williams. And I know exit realty has as a similar model, but there's nothing more lucrative out there in our industry for, for those who recruit other agents than with, with EXP realty. So that appealed to me that that's really the biggest reason why I switched is because that can provide over time just by showing a video to people. And by the way, that video is at massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. If you want to see the video that explains what EXP is all about and how financially it would make sense for you and how you can actually make an extra income stream on top of just closing deals, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP and hit play. By showing that video to people, I can, you know, once they switch over, I can create some passive income to provide some financial stability for my family. Now, here's what I found. Okay, so so th- this was all theory when I first switched. But what I found out since is that, uh, so Salt Lake has a very small presence of EXP agents. I think there's 25 or 30 agents in Salt Lake and like 50 or so in the whole state of Utah. That's pretty damn small. Considering that, what that's done is every time I go to schedule a showing, every time I have any interaction with another agent in my market, I always make sure that I that I tell them that I'm with EXP. And, and, and not in a douchey, like, oh, hey, did you know that I'm with EXP? Would you like to switch? No. I just, like in my text signature, whenever I'm scheduling a showing, I say, you know, Dustin Brome, EXP Realty. Or when I introduce myself, I give a business card and I say, hey, I'm Dustin with EXP. Literally 20 to 30% of the time, 20 to 30% of the people that I come in contact with, with other agents in my market, they ask me about EXP because they've heard of it, but they've never met anyone else in our market that's with EXP yet. So what's that? It's amazing. So if you're in an area where EXP has a very small presence, which is still pretty much everywhere, that's not 
That's not a negative. That's a huge thing. If you have any intention on sponsoring people and growing your revenue sharing check and giving yourself some passive income on top of what you make from doing transactions, 20 to 30% of the agents that I come in contact with, they ask me about EXP. And then I show them that video that, that I just told you about massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP, that video, they watch that and a good half dozen or more are strongly considering a switch at some point in the next six months. So that's been, that's been really interesting. I underestimated how powerful it would be to, to join a brokerage where there's not much of a presence yet because Inman's writing about EXP a few times a week. It seems like people are learning about EXP or they're hearing about it, but they don't know anyone who's actually been with them. And so if you're in one of those areas that could benefit you a lot. So go watch the video and that'll explain more about what the hell I've got involved with. Okay, guys, wrapping it up. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you guys who listen every week. I can't thank you enough. Those of you who have left reviews and ratings for us on iTunes, thank you so very much. It's been so helpful. And if you have not yet left a review or or a rating, I would beg of you, but absolutely not in a weird needy way. Like, no, you know, like begging on my knees. I, I would never do that. No, no, no. I'm asking out of the kindness of your heart. If you if you've liked this podcast, if you've gotten any value, leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. That would be so awesome of you, which would make you a pretty awesome person. And I I believe I don't know for a fact. I think this is anecdotal, but by leaving a review or rating for the Massive Agent Podcast on iTunes, I believe it even cancels out some past transgressions. I think some of those, you know, some of those sins from your your teenage years actually get canceled out in the long run. So when it's time, you can say, hey, I left a review for the Massive Agent Podcast and you're good. So there's that. All right. On that note, enjoy and go sell some homes. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. 